Thanks for tuning in to MANA, a short daily meditation to feed hungry souls with God's Word. These episodes were prepared by ordained ministers for a radio broadcast called Voice of the Church and are now republished by the Reformed Perspective Foundation, a Canadian charity that applies biblical truth to the issues of our time. Here's today's serving. Hello and welcome to Voice of the Church. I'm Pastor Steve Sweats, and I'm thankful you could join me today as we spend some time reflecting upon the Lord Jesus Christ and what he speaks to us from his word. We've been looking at this month some of the I Am statements of Jesus. And today we look at this statement from John chapter 10, verse 11. Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Today we come to the fourth I Am statement of Christ. In this statement, while still claiming to be true God, Jesus brings the word picture into the realm of farming. I am the good shepherd. And that phrase might make us think of that great hymn by William Bradbury, Savior, like a shepherd, lead us. In that hymn it says, Savior, like a shepherd, lead us. Much we need thy tender care. In thy pleasant pastures feed us. For our use thy folds prepare. Blessed Jesus, blessed Jesus, Thou hast bought us, thine we are. Blessed Jesus, blessed Jesus, Thou hast bought us, thine we are. And there we have a beautiful glimpse of the Good Shepherd. As his sheep, he cares for us. He feeds us, he prepares us, and protects us. And if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, Scripture calls you a sheep in Jesus, your shepherd. A shepherd should always do those things. But there is something that the good shepherd does, which no other shepherd can do. In verse 17 of John chapter 10, Jesus says that the Father loves him because he lays down his life, only to take it up again. Jesus died in order to live forevermore. So let's look a little bit deeper today at what Christ has done. Here Jesus calls himself the good shepherd. And the term good distinguishes it from bad. Jesus is speaking to the Jews, knew all about bad shepherds. They had had many leaders in the past that were bad shepherds. There are many warnings in the Old Testament of bad shepherds. Passages like Jeremiah 23, which rebukes the shepherds. Many other places, Isaiah 56, Ezekiel 34, etc. The people of God had been oppressed by their own leaders. And what they were left longing for was a messianic shepherd, one who would love and care and lead them like a good shepherd ought to do. What they desired was that shepherd of Isaiah 40, verse 11. We read there, He will tend his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom and gently lead those that are with young. Jesus compares himself to a hired hand. The old translation as hireling. A hired hand is someone who does not own the sheep. He works for the owner of the sheep. He is not invested personally in the sheep. He will watch the sheep and care for the sheep until danger comes to him. When the wolf attacks, the hired hand isn't going to wait around to try to fend off a wolf with a shepherd's staff. He might lose. He might get hurt or even killed. His life isn't worth giving up for a few dozen animals. So when the time comes, he's out of there. But Jesus, on the other hand, 
is the good shepherd, does not run. In verse 14 of John 10, he says, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. This knowledge of the sheep is not to be understood in the sense that he knows their breed or their color, their purpose, or even more personally, he knows their name. Rather, he knows them. Substitute the word know for love. He knows them. He loves them intimately. How do we know this? Because he not only gave as a word picture a shepherd who's willing to risk his life to save the sheep, but in the case of Jesus, he actually gave his life for the sheep. The shepherd became the sacrifice. But even more, listen to the words of John one twenty nine. It says there, the next day he, which is John the Baptist, he saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. God the Son becomes a lamb in order to save lambs. The shepherd of Psalm 23 becomes the sheep of John 1 who saves the sheep of John 10. The good shepherd is that which lays down his life for the sheep. However, most of these verses look at the care and sympathy the shepherd bestows. All throughout John 10, verses 11 to 30, emphasizes his care and sympathy. And if we just think about how some of these words are used, listen to these pronouns used about the Savior. Verse 14, it says, I know my sheep. Verse 16, they too will listen. Verse 27, my sheep. Later in verse 27, they follow me. Verse 28, no one can snatch them. What this is not a picture of is a farmer who leaves his sheep scattered on a field while he sits and relaxes in the house. He is not a shepherd out of touch with his sheep. Rather, he is a sympathizing shepherd. He knows the sheep, and he loves them. In verses 14 to 15 of John 10, Jesus even compares his love and relationship with the sheep to be like that knowledge and love between the Father and the Son. That love is beyond comprehension. So what this means, dear friends, is that if you have given up your life to trust Jesus Christ, if He is your Lord and your Savior, you can know, you can be assured that we can go to Him. Hebrews tells us that our Savior can sympathize with us in our weaknesses because He went through them as well. Have you been treated poorly? Have you been misrepresented to someone else? Have your words ever been twisted by someone and that hurt you? Have you ever had your friends leave you when you needed them? Have you been pushed away from someone you were trying to help? Have you felt all alone? And maybe you feel that way today. Or maybe you feel burned out to the point that you just need to take a break. Have you prayed with tears in your eyes? Have you been mocked, called a liar wrongly? And just wanted to give up. So has our Savior. We do not have a Savior who could not sympathize with us in our weaknesses. And maybe you are in a place right now in life where it seems like no one understands. Or maybe you're caught up in a sin that you feel like you cannot talk to anybody about. 
Maybe you feel very alone and vulnerable, like a sheep left on a hillside when night is falling. Dear friend, dear child of God, weary believer, know that you are not alone. The Good Shepherd knows you and is with you. He calls you in verse 27 to listen to his voice. Do you trust him? Then go with him and let him lead you. He is faithful, always faithful. The picture of the Good Shepherd is that of one who lays down his life for the sheep, who sympathizes and graciously cares for the sheep, but also who searches. So take away a couple of important truths as you reflect on this in the coming days. And the first truth is this, is that when the Good Shepherd calls the sheep and they hear his voice, they follow him. And yet you might know some, or you might even be one, who was baptized, part of the covenant community, part of the church, but then left. What about those sheep who stay back with the other flock or aren't interested in going out to pasture? So many families have members who have walked away from the Lord. Everyone will, by the fact that we are human, follow someone. But there is only one good shepherd. To the wayward sinner, maybe he has been called the prodigal son. If you know that story, the prodigal son returned. The one who had left home and rebelled against father and family. He returned, humbled. And what did the father do? That father representing God our father? He ran out to that son and embraced him and kissed him and loved him. Dear friend, there is only one good shepherd. Call out to him. Call out to the good shepherd, knowing that he will leave the flock to come and find you. Call out in faith and repentance. And may our loved ones who have turned their back to the truth see that he is very near. This all applies as well to the backsliding sinner as it is to the one who's left the church. Call out to them. The second point is that Jesus is a missionary. He went out to the Jews preaching the gospel of his salvation. He sent the disciples out to all nations in Matthew 28 to bring the gospel to the world. This is still the calling of the church. God in his wisdom is bringing the world to us. How much has God loved you? What has God done in your life? Tell others that there is always room in the flock of the Good Shepherd. Our Lord Jesus said, I am the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The shepherd of our text doesn't save us with the crook of his staff. Rather, he saves us with the cross of salvation. Blessed Jesus, blessed Jesus, thou hast loved us, love us still. Believe in the Lord and you will be saved. Hear the voice of the Good Shepherd. Thank you for joining me today, and may God bless each one of you.